This is the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. I am your host and GM Austin, and I'm here to host the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. The podcast is all about discovering new one-shot or beer and pretzel-themed RPGs. We play it, review it, and we talk to the game's writer. This is the first episode of Capers. We'll be playing it, and after we wrap it up, we will review it, and then we're going to talk to the game's writer. And today we're playing it. Capers is a game where we play in the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, as Prohibition Gangsters. And in this game, what's unique about it is you have superpowers. So that's what's cool about Capers. And I'm here with Brad, I'm here with Travis, and we're going to play it for you guys for an episode or two. You guys can hear us learn how to play it. And maybe I'll want to make you guys play it as well. If you can hear us review it. If you can hear us interview the game's writer. So this is the first episode of Capers. Alright, before we start, let's hit that theme song and we're going to jump right into Capers. And we are back. So we're here at Capers, and let's go over all our characters before we start. We're playing as gangsters in the Roaring Twenties. Travis, you want to talk about your character first a little bit? Um, sure. My name is Olog. I'm a Russian uh, cleaner, uh, but I'm working currently for whatever gang this happens to be. Um, and I have a phobia of rats. Okay, so fear of rats in your are cleaner. Yep. And do you have powers or? Oh, uh, yeah, so I have increased. Uh, uh, yeah, no, resilience. no, resilience. Yes, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, yeah, super resilience. That means I'm a little bit more durable than most people, a little bit healthier. And one of my biggest things, I take a lot less damage when being attacked or can take less damage. Okay. And Brad, talk to us about your character. My name is Frank. I'm the sweeper. Uh, I. I'm a stickler for the rules. I do things by the book. And I am loyal. But I do have a problem with gambling. Okay. And do you have any powers, or how does your character operate? I do not have powers, but I do have a lucky poker chip. And uh, I'm just lucky in general. Okay. And I'm playing the character Ace Spades. Ace Spades is a homosexual man in the 1920s. My fiance was murdered, not because of he was, uh, not because he was gay, but actually because he was mistaken by the FI, uh, FBI for me, and he was shot down wrongfully. He didn't do anything wrong. I'm the gangster in the relationship, but he was shot down mistakenly because we look somewhat similar. And because of that, that has turned me into a crusader, which is my identity. So I, uh, I'm kind of like a rebel against the machine, against the cog in the machine. I'm out against the man, and I am tolerant, and I, I uh, enjoy paid companies. So I employ a lot of male gigolos, kind of to replace the broken heart. That was losing my fiance to the man 
which was kind of my fault because all my wrongdoings led to my fiance being shot down. And for powers, I was born with uh, powers of weather manipulation. So I'm able to affect the weather in terms of, I think, lightning. Yeah, lightning boost as well as heat. So I can manipulate heat and lightning if I need. And this is our game. We are working, guys, in Atlantic City. This is during the Pro Prohibition era, and we are working for the main man in that area. I'm trying to bring it up right now. But basically, there is one guy in charge. If anyone has seen Boardwalk Empire, the main character played by Steve Buscemi in that is the guy that we work for. Basically, he runs all of Atlantic City. He has more control than the cops. He has more control than the government officials. But there are other gangs trying to move into the area. And at the moment, we're just low-ranking gangsters in part of his gang. He kind of he lives out of a hotel. He kind of runs how the streets operate. He operates the casinos, hidden bars, and no one can kind of mess with him at the moment. But there might be some things that we're going to go up against in this. And I'm just trying to find his name right now. So, Atlantic City, Nucky. Nucky Johnson. Nucky Johnson is one of the richest men on the East Coast. East Coast, And he is one that operates a lot of vice-riddled establishments. So, a lot of casinos, bars, brothels, stuff like that. Most of which have to do with illegal alcohol getting smuggled in but of course he has some trouble in that sometimes there's other gangs trying to move in and that's where we come in and that's where our story's going to start with us on the street working for nucky johnson so cutting into the story guys we're all together say on the boardwalk empire in new jersey but when we focus in what are you guys doing when we come in Travis, what's your character up to? Oh, probably find me down in the basement. Just carefully cleaning stuff and putting stuff away. Okay. Frank, uh, Frank's in one of the casinos, losing at the blackjack tables. Okay. So he's upstairs, losing at the blackjack tables. Well, Travis, you said you're downstairs in the basement of that establishment? Yep. Okay. And Ace Spades... I'm up there in the casino in my suit and tie, kind of checking out the area, just making sure that everything goes according to plan. I see, Brad, that you are loosening at blackjack, so I pick you up and I go, all right, time to get out of here. And the guys, they just let us go. They kind of pay for your tab because you're part of Nucky's crew, but we're not exactly welcome to this establishment for a little bit because of your losing habits and what you owe to this casino. And Travis, I come downstairs and I go, all right, we got to go. And what's your name again, Brad? I'm Frank. Frank. I go, Frank, he's... He's kind of driving us out of this place. We need to get going. I got Again, a, I got really? a lucky streak coming on, guys. I can feel it. Just just uh, float me another 20, and I'll get all the money back. I floated you 20 last time, and you still haven't got that money back. <laughs> I go, Frank, we need to get going. We've been spending too much time here. My character, I'm, I'm kind of a nervous tick. 
I'm always looking out for number one, which is Nucky or myself, and I can't spend too much time just focusing on myself and enjoyment. I need to get out and get work, and I go, all right, we need to get out there. We need to start patrolling the streets. We need to get back to work. We don't have time for you to be here and start losing for a couple hours before you might hit a lucky streak, Frank. So I instruct you, Travis, to pull him out of here. We need to get going. They was, might let us walk out of here this time without paying his debts, but we can't spend too much more time in here. I say let's get going then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, we start leaving, and in this game, as with the audience, we're going to start learning how to play this game with the audience. In this game, there are no dice involved. In this, we use a deck of cards, so everyone has their own deck of cards. For every character as well as the GM. So Ace Spades, which is my character, I'm going to have a deck of cards as well as the GM, which is also myself. I will have a deck of cards for myself. So you guys go out on the streets. You guys are walking down. You guys are part of Nucky's crew. You guys kind of own this area. Except you guys are kind of going down and... You guys round a corner at one point. You guys are just patrolling, doing your thing, just making sure everything's up to operation. And you guys see that a half dozen of the Von Trier gang, the Von Trier gang are operated by Ursula Velvet Von Trier, who is a woman who's known for her sultry voice, which also has some power. She is one of those with unique magical powers. But part of her gang that's been slowly leaking into Atlantic City, six of them have cornered two of the Nucky's crew. And the half-dozen Von Trier gang goons have squar- uh, squared off with two of Nucky's crew who are backed up against a brick wall with their pistols drawn. And they're kind of pushing in on Nucky's crew. What do you guys do? Well, uh, Frank, he's pretty good with guns, and he's also pretty sneaky. And he's pretty smart. I'm going to try and figure out, by using sense, who the leader of the opponents is. And I'm going to sneak up behind them with my shotgun. Okay. So you first want to find out who's... The main boss here? Yeah. Okay. So that's definitely a check that I would say would involve perception. And then you can apply a skill to it if you think it can match. Uh, I think sense would work. Sense would work well. So basically you apply in this game whatever you have in that trait with that. Okay. So Brad, your first draw and you choose when to stop is a ace. My second draw. Yep. What was it? Second draw. Okay, and it's an ace of... Of diamonds. Diamonds? Okay. So an ace, that is definitely going to be able to beat anything. Because a target score of ace is an incredible, so you're probably going to stop there. And a spade, it doesn't give you a boost or anything, but it's still a pass. So you succeed. You see that their leader is... Bum, 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 bum... Brutus Howell, who you have heard of before. You know of him because you've heard of a man who's six and a half feet tall and built like a brick outhouse. This gigantic man, he wears no shirt, he has very tight shorts, and he has a little bowler hat. But he's the one that instructs this crew. 
and he's out there just pounding his fists, and he's ready to go beat them up while the rest of his crew are armed with knives or pistols. Okay. But Brutus Howell is the leader of at least this part of the gang. What would you like to do next? So I'd like to sneak right up behind him with my shotgun, put it right up to the back of his chest. Okay. See, then what would you like to do? We're trying to make this some kind of intimidation check. Yeah, I'm just trying to intimidate him. Okay. Get him to leave our guys alone. Makes sense. Okay. So you'll probably do some type of charisma check then, I would assume. Ooh, okay. And in this game, you can use moxie points, which are what the poker chips I gave you at the beginning is. I can give you these throughout the game. But they increase your card count by one. So if you only have one, you can spend one to get another one. You reduce damage. You can gain a boon. Shape the narrative. If you're like, hey, Austin, I want one of these guys to have a machine gun so I can take it from him after a fight and keep that as a weapon. Or shape the narrative however you wish. You recall a card. You can reshuffle your deck. You do a self-sacrifice to take the damage instead of a friend. That's what you can spend your moxie points on. Now we'll get back to Brad. Can I actually use my lucky poker chip to uh, look at my top three uh, cards and rearrange them? Yes, you can. So talk to us here. Okay, so which is the good joker and which is the bad joker? In that deck, um, a good joker is generally the red card. Okay. And a good one automatically counts as a success as well with a boon. Cool. Okay. So I've uh, rearranged my cards through my uh, my item with probability manipulation. And now I can draw one for my charisma check. Okay. And it is the good joker. Nice. And you're going to succeed automatically with a boon. And that boon sometimes a card. In this case, sometimes I'll allow you to have a cool effect or an additional trait. In this, I'm going to say you walk up, you go, and go, leave that man alone. And the additional trait I'm going to give you is that he's going to wet his pants. Sounds he's good. He's going to go, man, we we're just talking. We're just talking. Don't need to be brash, man. Put it, Put the gun down. Put the gun down, dude. All right, everyone, everyone, guns down. Everything's cool. We're all friends here. And the rest of his friends put down his gu- their guns, and they start leaving. Okay. You guys want to let them leave? You guys are good? Okay. So they walk off, and the two Nucky's crew come over to you guys, and they go, oh, my God, thank you so much. We thought we were toast for a minute. And they go, I'm not sure why, but that crew, the Von Trier gang, has been just, they've been more brash and invasive on our territory recently. I'm not sure why, but they have been. <sighs> what do you guys like to do? So uh, Frank's going to remind them that they should be traveling in larger groups. Okay. And to do things by the book. Makes Says sense. the guy traveling to, with two other people. <laughs> Well, it's three of us. Fair enough. We're still not a large group. <laughs> I think we've got... Uh, we're, a, we're a more skillful group, though, I think. We're kind of the elite. Oh. <laughs> Travis shakes his head. They scamper off to hopefully find more crew members. Over the next couple hours, what are things you guys do on the Atlantic City Boardwalk? <clears throat> 
I know Ace Spades. I'm going to kind of patrol the waterfront. I'm going to get some sandwiches, have some lunch. I'm just maybe I'll check out a couple of stores to make sure that everyone's paying their due to Nucky Johnson. Is there anything you guys wish to do for the next couple hours? Uh, I'm going to go grab a newspaper and some food. Um, I guess I'll just sit down in the park and read. Sure. Got some music in here now. So, after a little bit, you guys finally meet up and you guys walk on the boardwalk again. And you guys stop by Trindle Saloon, a small dive bar off the boardwalk. Not exactly the place you guys normally go to. You guys go to higher end places because you guys are part of Nucky's crew. But you guys go there just to have a quiet drink away from the hustle. It's been a lot of people. It's one of the weekdays. Come a busy day. And you guys over here, once you guys go in there, multiple members of the Von Trier gang threaten to burn the place down if Horace Trindle, who's the man who owns the place, this old Jewish man, if he doesn't pay up on his liquor backlog. And you guys know Horace has been struggling to pay for liquor from not just in general but also to pay his dues to Nucky's crew but it looks like they're forcing him to pay up to their gang as well so they're encroaching on our turf exactly yes well that's not fucking that's not right <laughs> I think it's time to whoop some ass and when you guys walk in there you guys see three of them they're at one of the tables they don't really notice you guys not exactly the sharpest tools in the shed, but they're at a table discussing and being quite loud. Is it because they're drunk or just being stupid? But they're trying to intimidate the owner to start to pay up soon. But they're being kind of loud saying, yeah, we're going to burn this place down. Are they not pay. Are and, they, oh, I'm sorry, Austin. Oh, no, it's okay. And there are three of the Von Trier gang goons. Are they armed or no? They are armed. Olog, should we go in guns blazing? That's a tough call. Um, it's a small enough area. I don't think it's going to be easier for them to draw on you. If you already set to go and ready locked load, I think you'd stand a better chance. Mm. And a space, I sit back, I pull out a cigarette out of my mouth, and I go, Alright guys, it looks like we're going to have to do something for old Nucky. question is, what are we doing? We're going fists a-blazing or guns a-blazing? That's the question. I'd say fist a-blazing is going to get you a shot. Exactly. You don't bring fists to a gunfight. The uh, the boss, I don't think, would like escalation, but if they've already got guns... they and From what I see, I see they have guns at their hips. And at that point when we're discussing, you see one of them gets up. He grabs... Horace, the old Jewish man at the table, he grabs him by a tie and slams him into his own bar. And he goes, time to pay up to the Von Trier gang, old man. Okay. We, you pay for protection. And you don't want to pay us nearly as much as Nucky gang. All we ask is that you pay on time. What do you guys do? I walk over to the front door and lock it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you put up the little closed sign? 
Yeah, I flop over the clothesline, yeah. and then I start making my way around the bar. And uh, Frank pulls out his pistol, and he's kind of stealthily moving around to find a good vantage point. Okay, so you start moving around. Now at that point, a spades. I have my rifle ready to go, but you guys see in my eyes, my eyes have glossed over white. And you guys hear in the distance a little crackle of thunder. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. Yeah. Um, and the three goons turn around and they go, Hey, look, it's part of Nucky's gang. And they go, beat it. You guys know this isn't a high-end bar for Nucky. Ignore this. You guys will walk out unharmed. I'm going to uh, shoot at the guy that just said that. <laughs> oh, damn. You're just like a wild western cowboy. Like, Arrah! whip out your gun and just blast them. Yep. Okay. So how we're going to do this is we're going to do a reaction draw. So how this works is that you don't draw multiple cards. You just draw one. And in this, you roll. You draw one card and you add whatever your agility is plus any bonuses you might get by power. Which for us, I don't think we have anything that would add anything. So I'm going to draw one for a spade, king, and I'm going to add my two, so that's going to be like a 14. I'm going to roll for them, and they get a eight. What about you guys? I got a two of clubs plus two, which is a four. Okay. And I got a 10 plus two, so 12. Okay. So first it's going to be a spades. <clears throat> oh, okay. So I'm going to go up first, and... I go, I cock my rifle, and I point over to one of the guys at the bar, the main guy who was slamming Horace into the desk. I'm going to shoot him with my rifle. So I'm going to be doing a agility guns roll. So I'm going to be drawing three cards. Give me two seconds. So I'm going to draw one. I'm going to get a king of diamonds. I'm going to keep that roll. Or draw this is gonna be hard to go over i'm usually used to rolling so i'm gonna draw i'm gonna get a king i'm gonna keep that as a success and with rifles the damage is the suit plus one a diamond is a two so i'm gonna be doing three damage on that goon because of two plus one obviously and i'm just trying to find the von trier gang hits three damage so i kill him so i go over and go and I blast him in the chest, and he just drops down dead. Bam. Boom, boom, boom. Now it's Brad. Yeah, I'm taking my pistol, and I'm shooting the guy in the face that told us to leave. Okay. So I would draw two for my agility, plus one for guns, right? Yes, and remember that when you do this, you don't take the best result. You draw until you're ready. Yep. I got a jack of spades. Okay. And in this, I don't tell you what roll you need to get. In this game, typically a normal average roll is an 8. But if it's a challenging roll, I might say you need to get a 10. Or hard as a queen, incredible as an ace. But it's not like I tell you which one you need to get. You just tell me what you are ready and satisfied with. Brad, what are you going to accept? Uh, the Jack of Spades. The Jack of Spades. The Jack of Spades will be a success. So you will get a boon. And bum 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 bum. 
Okay, so you will get a boon. I'm going to say your next shooting roll. And you can narrate to us how well you're doing and why I'm giving you a boon. But for your next draw involving shooting the guns, you will have an additional draw. Okay. okay? Yep. But you will succeed. So tell us how much damage you do. And it's so based I, off the model of the gun is. I do three damage with my pistol. Or actually, wait a second. No, the pistol is suit plus one, and it was a spade, so that would actually be five damage. What? Spades do four. Okay, that will kill him. Describe what happens to us. So I shoot him right in the face, and his face goes missing, and he drops to the ground. Okay. After that, Travis, you got the lowest roll, right? What about them? They got a ten. So yeah, I got the lowest roll. Okay. So he's going to go next, and... He has a pistol, and he's going to whip it out, and he's going to start going towards the exit, and he goes out the door before blasting at us, and he's going to shoot at, to be fair, I'm going to roll a d6, which is not normally part of the game, but he's actually going to shoot at Travis. Travis is kind of shooting in the background, behind the background, decides to take a cheap shot at Travis and shoot at him. Now, does he get... Any, like, uh, minuses because I'm hiding behind, well, I'm, like, behind the bar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would say it would be a, um, instead of an average roll, I would say it would be a difficult roll. Okay. So he's going to be rolling his agility. That's an eight. That would be a normal roll, but that's not going to succeed. A seven. That's a miss. A, uh, a D. Um, this is a French card deck. Uh, I think that's a king. God damn it. So, this is why you don't bring a French card deck to your Americanized game. God damn it. I think that is what A, D is. Oh, there's D and R. God damn it. I think, okay... And R apparently on this deck. And there's V. Ah! Alright, so V I think is Jax. D is Queen and R is King. That's what it looks like. Okay. So it looks like he's gonna hit you. And he's gonna be doing bang 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 bang. bang. With his pistol suit. Plus one, he's be doing four hits on you. Oh, uh, not bad. Yeah. So you go over, he takes a couple shots, and he wounds you as he goes out the front door. He doesn't, like, disappear, obviously. He's just out front of this place. But he does get a good shot on you, and you're bleeding behind the bar. Travis? So I can use a moxie point to reduce damage? Yes, you can. All right, I shall use one then. So basically how it works is you spend it, and then you draw a card, and based on what you get is how much damage you'll be reducing. So I got a six of diamonds. Okay. So diamonds, I that should be you'll be removing two damage. And my ability allows me to re remove two more. Oh, does it? So that takes away all my damage. Okay. Perfect. So describe to us what happens in the game world. Uh, so basically, as he pulls the gun, somehow I managed to see his bullet flying towards me, and I just jump right below the bar, and I can see it go flying past my head and hit the beer bottles behind me. So superhuman reflexes, would you say, then, kind of? Kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. So you duck beneath the bullet like Neo from the Matrix. And then you do that or I'm like wearing magical body armor or something. Yeah. One of the two. And then what do you do next? On your turn. Um I kind of I guess stay behind the bar and just crawl back to like his back room storage area. Sure. I start poking around for trash bags. For trash bags? Yeah, you find trash bags. Okay. What what else do you want to do? I make my way back out from like to the behind the bar. With the trash bags? Yes, with the trash bags. Okay. Uh, we're going to go back to the top of order, which I think was Brad. I'm going to chase the guy out the door and take a shot or two at him. Okay. So I get two for agility. One for guns. And one more because you gave me the boom. I did. But I get a three. A three? Okay, you go up and you just start missing. And I want you guys to know is what was what do you get with that three? A queen? Because if you miss and you get a clubs as your last, that means you get a misfortune. But you got a queen. So you miss, but nothing else hinders you. So you go out, you just start blasting him. He's running down the street, passing people, pushing by them, but he's running out of there. Uh, a spades. I'm gonna kick open that door. I'm gonna see you run. I have to blast him. I'm not gonna chase after him. I'm gonna just take a second to ponder, look down my scope, and then fire at him. And we're gonna see what happens. I'm gonna get an ace. So I'm gonna hit him and get a queen. And with that, you guys see him drop dead as I take a moment for myself and I shoot him in the back of the head as he's running through the crowd. Don't harm anyone else, but he just drops dead immediately. And then I just walk back into the bar. Screams at people as a dead man falls before them. Now we're out of combat, so just describe to me what you guys want to do over next whatever minutes. What's the uh, the bartender's name? Horace. Hey, Horace, give me a beer. Uh, He just nods, and he, sh- with his shaky hands, pours a big mug, and he slides it over to you. I pull out my knife and start cutting up the two dead bodies okay. and stuffing them into the trash bag. Okay. Horace goes, oh me, oh my, what are you doing? Cleaning. What the fuck does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> he he uh, pours you a beer and leaves it for you and he goes in the back room. You hear, oh, Olog, how can you do that? Uh, it's my job, bud. A spades, I sit at the bar, I take your beer, since you're busy with the cleaning, and I just have a smoke for myself. And I go, guys, <sighs> this Von Trier King, they've been being a little too much approaching on our gang. It might be time we say. do something and I'd see why. Sorry, say it again, Olaf? I'd say a lot. Mm. It's the second time we've ran into him in less than a day. Yeah. They're approaching way too much on Nucky's gang. This is his gang in Atlantic City. This is not the Von Trier's gang turf. I feel like we should do something about this soon. Maybe report back to him at some point. I don't know. I think we should go talk to Nucky. We don't want to start a gang war here. Okay. What do you think, Oleg? Uh, I'd say informing Nucky would be your best decision. Alright, maybe we should go to the casino after this. 
to which casino? Because we've already been kicked out of four of them, thanks to somebody. <laughs> We're gonna go to Nucky's Casino. So, what do you guys do before we leave? Is there anything you guys want to? A space. I'm just kind of smoking. I have a beer. Brad, what's your character gonna do until Frank, we leave? Frank is gonna put down the beer and tip Horace. Okay, Travis. I'm gonna finish up my cleaning, mop up the floors real nice, and then I'll grab a beer for the road. Okay. We leave. We start heading back. And give me two seconds. Okay. So we start heading back, and we're taking our time. We're doing our thing. And then you guys notice that in front of the casino, Nucky's Casino, it's pretty cut and dry. It's definitely... Certain members are welcome and some people aren't, but it's not a rowdy casino. It's supposed to be of high-end class, but you see a drunk man in front of the casino. And that man is drunk off his ass, but he's yelling and kind of just rambling to people that the Von Trier gang, they are here and they're going to take Nucky Johnson down. And... If people are trying to avoid him, they're like, I don't want to get involved, man. He tells them. Or occasionally you'll see someone that's kind of involved with Nucky's gang. Maybe they're just kind of involved or not, like, hit muscle like you guys are. But they're just like, yo, man, you need to shut the fuck up. But this dude is just rambling on, just walking around the front of this casino. What would you guys like to do? I'd stand there and listen to him for a minute. Okay. He goes over to you, Travis, and he goes, Hey, you! Yes, good sir. He goes, Von Trier gang and Madame Von Trier, she is going to be the next head of Atlantic City. Beautiful. Brains. Bosom. Three Bs. If you include the beer I've been drinking, that's four Bs. I don't know what it means, but the stars align. She's going to be taking this town down. Do you have anything to say about it? I say, have another beer, good sir, and I hand him whatever's left of the beer I've been drinking while walking down the road. He takes it, and then he chugs it down. He throws the glass on the ground, breaking it with a little bit of force. Um... And he goes, Nucky Thompson is going down where my homie's at. And by that, he means where's this game at. And he's just looking around, but he's just kind of staggering about by himself. Alone. Were you supposed to meet up at a bar with him? With who? Your gang. And he goes, is this not the bar? It's not quite the bar, no. But I can tell you where the bar is. Yes, where it is. Right around the back side of the casino. And he goes, Thank you, good sir. And he tips his hat towards you. Actually, I'm going to have you do a draw to see if you can convince him. I'm not going to make this a hard check. In fact, I'm going to make this by looking at it. I'm going to make it... Mm, I'll make an easy check. And what is this against? Charisma? Uh, we'll do a charisma. If you can add anything to it, I'll allow you to. But it, it will definitely be a charisma check. Oh. 
By the way, guys, Would because it... the last encounter ended, you are more than welcome to shuffle back your deck. Oh, okay. Uh, would insight or perception help me out in this? No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. So talk to us, Travis. What do you get? What do you do? Uh, hang on a second. Just gotta shuffle up some cards here. And... I get a six of clubs. Okay, that is your first... Is that the only one you're That's drawing? the only one I get. Okay. I'm not very charismatic. Charismatic. Fair enough. Well, guess what? A six is enough to beat an easy check. But... Something bad happens, sir. Something bad happens. Or a complication happens. And that, I'm not going to tell you what it is. But he goes, Thank you, good sir. I will be going along the back. And then he... Tips his hat to you, dropping it in the mud, and then he stammers around, going around the building to the back. What do you guys like to do next? I pick up his hat. Okay. Brad? I say let's just keep going. So you want to go into the casino? Yep. Travis? Yep. Okay. Uh, so you guys go into the casino. A spades. I'm going to follow you guys, of course. And uh, when you guys go in there the go-go dancer like um a flapper woman who greets you at the front desk she knows you guys she goes hello guys um you want me to get you guys a drink or how can we help you well uh frank is gonna go play at least one hand to blackjack i say frank come along just one hand well, just one come hand. along Come along. Oh, okay. Thank you. No fun log. One hand later, okay? First we have business. Yep. Business before pleasure. She goes, uh, what business is that? We're talking to the boss. She goes, Nucky, he's kind of busy, but I can pass along a message if you We're would like. We're talking to the boss. She goes, well, I speak for the boss. And what business will that be that's so important? Involves uh, intrusions into our territory. She goes, I'll be right back. You guys wait for a little bit at the front desk and a uh, female coming down. She joins you guys, a waitress. She gives you guys each a whiskey and the rocks. And then she goes, Nucky Thompson will be meeting you guys upstairs. You guys go upstairs, you go in for these double doors, and you guys go into a very richly decorated office. Nucky Thompson, he sits behind a desk, having a smoke, and he has a woman on his lap. He goes, I'm very busy, guys. I heard there was something to do with intrusion, so please make it quick. I'm a very busy man. What do you guys say to that? We've uh, had some run-ins with another gang, boss. <sighs> Would that be the Von Trier gang or the Right Hand gang? The, uh, the Von Trier gang. Von Trier gang? Okay. Yeah, I've heard of this. I've been hearing they've been making progress on the turf. They've been intimidating the local shopkeepers. I've been doing enough for me to send any of my own men, but I'm wondering why they're making such a big push out of a sudden. 
You know, uh, Horace, the bartender? Yes, I'm aware of him. We, uh, just had a lethal run-in with some of the Bontreers over at his place. That's okay. That can be wiped out immediately. I know people in law enforcement will wipe it out. Don't worry, guys. You guys are clean. Oh, no one will ever find them. Don't worry. That's why I pay you guys well. We're, uh, we're worried about maybe, uh, a gang war starting, though, boss. What do you guys feel comfortable doing some investigation work? I'm okay with that. Okay. Here's what I want you guys to do. I've been hearing, this isn't the first time I've heard of the Von Trier gang making pushes. They're making a big push all of a sudden. In the past months, I know they were there, but they weren't a much of a big bother to me. Here's what I want you guys to do. I'm kind of busy, I can't afford the men, but I can keep you guys on the task. What I want you guys to do is stalk them. Find what their plan is, and then report back. If there's something of danger, you guys can try one of multiple things. You can try to wipe them out, you can try to assassinate their main boss, you can try to force them to come into fold my gang, integrate into the fold here, and I would allow it. You can try to run them out of the city, whatever works. I just want you to find out why they're here and why they're making such a big push out of a sudden, okay? Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Now, if any slaps the girl's ass who's on his lap. Now get out of my office. You guys exit his office. Um, the main girl at the front, she gives you guys another whiskey on the rocks. Um... And she slips you guys all with that whiskey glass on the side in envelope. You guys open it, and he gave you guys a little stack of cash inside. An extra 50 bucks that you guys can add to your gear if you guys wish. Sure. And then she says, Nucky Johnson pays well for people who do well by him. And uh, Frank is gonna play that one game of or that one hand of blackjack now. How much you want to put down? I'll put down twenty. Put down twenty. Okay. What skills do you want to use, Brad? Hmm. Well, I don't know. What do you think it would be? Do you think it would be expertise? Or yeah, I would allow expertise. Okay, I'll do an expertise check. I'm gonna uh, be handling my lucky poker chip too, so I'd like to use my ability again if I can. Okay, I'll allow it. So I draw an eight of diamonds and I'm gonna stop there. Okay, an ace of diamonds and. Eight of diamonds. Oh, an eight of diamonds, okay. Um, that will give you, as a stop, that will not be enough to pass. But with an eight, I'm sorry, with a spade, you do not lose all your money. You do keep $5 of it. Okay. But you do lose the other 15. Travis, what are you doing over the next, say, half hour where our friend Frank is gambling? I'll just wait around the bar because I know we're going to have to make a quick exit. Sure. And Ace Spades is there as well. Looking out, um, at one point I go over and... I see an attractive guy, and I start talking to him. Will anything happen to that? Who knows? But you're by yourself, Travis. 
Um, then at one point you see Brad's character, he throws down his cards and he walks away. <laughs> You've seen this face a couple times before. It wasn't a good hand for him. Kind of figured. But you do hear him mumble something about, I just need another good hand, man. I say, come along, before right. we get into trouble. Alright, let's get out of here. And then I wave over to your character to get a hustle. Okay. I go over and join you guys, and we walk out. What do you guys want to do next? I think we should see if we can gather some information. Good plan. Okay. So you guys are trying to gather some information. How do you guys like to do so? You guys can do it in multiple ways. There, occasionally, you do see the Von Trigging walking around, so you could try to trail them, maybe? Or you guys could try to... I don't know, beat one up and interrogate him? I don't know. Hey, uh, Olog. Your, uh, your drunk buddy we just talked to. Maybe we should go pump him for information. I like that idea. Your drunk buddy? Yeah, we go around to the back of the casino. Okay. You guys go around to the back of the casino, and you see the drunk man sitting there by a garbage can. You want to grab him and find a more quiet place so we can pump him for information? I like that. Let's go. I know of an abandoned warehouse nearby. All right. So what do you try to do? I'll grab him on a collar. No, 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 no. I just, I pick him up and say, oh, we're headed to the bar. I'm sorry. He wasn't back here. And then I start walking him to out. All right. You guys start walking him out and you guys hear, you guys turn around and you see two of the Von Trier gang, both with Tommy guns. And they go, hey, I see you got one of our friends there. He's not doing so well, so I say you hand him back over. What do you say? What do you say? And you see one of them cocks his Tommy gun. Where is uh, Ace in all of this? Ace is at the back with cigarette in his mouth, but he spits it out and he goes, Damn it, I just lit this. And he throws it on the ground. <laughs> and the sky around you guys it crackles with thunderous energy the two guys with tommy guns they look up they're like the fuck but they go back to looking at you guys and staring you guys down that guy he's one of the main guys yes he can't handle his liquor but you know what to say you always uh you always answer to the man charge and at the moment that man is the man in charge. Be as drunk as he is. I'm gonna try and do a charisma check. I'm gonna say, I don't think you guys want to start a, a gunfight here right outside of Nucky's main establishment. You take a shot at us, and there are gonna be thirty guys out here before you before we hit the uh, the ground. Okay, that that is a fair comparison. Okay, Brad, you may draw charisma. I drew a four of clubs, but I'm going to use my lucky ability. Once per game, when I botch a check, I succeed instead. And I get to treat that success as a spade card and apply a boon. Oh, and apply a boon. Okay. So you want to use that right now? Yep. Okay. So we're going to apply that now. This is going to apply as a once per game. So even if we resume this next time, if we split this up into two episodes, 
this will still count as once per game if that's good with you. Yep, sure. Okay. So, talk to us about what you do and how you factor this ability in. So I, uh, I, as I finish telling them that the, there'll be 30 other guys out here before we even hit the ground, we hear some, uh, some noise coming from the alleyway. And as we all look over, we see another six of Nucky guys walking by. So. And they go, you're lucky this time. And then they go, we'll be following you. We'll be watching you. We're always here. And then they scamper off in the alley and disappear. After that, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to proceed with the plan of dragging this drunk bastard to an abandoned warehouse? Yeah. Okay. You guys drag him to a warehouse. Um, he starts puking into a bucket, and then you guys throw him into a corner violently. After that, what do you guys want to do? Guess we gotta get information out of him. Olog, do you want to handle the uh, information retrieval, or should we get one of Nucky's other guys down here? Uh, I'd almost think I'm one of the other guys. I'm good at chopping stuff up, but he's not gonna live through it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm good at killing things, but not getting information. Uh, yo. Uh, Ace spades. Ace, start talking. Spades. Put some charm on this. Ace spades. I don't care. Ace spades. Put some charm on this guy and start talking to him. I crack my knuckles. I sit down and I go, "Listen, buddy, you have to give us the information." My buddy here, they call him the butcher, and you know what they say: if it's a butcher, he's gonna be treating you like an animal. And your parts are going to be strewn up. And we don't want that, right? So just give us information. I'm just talking to you right here. Just me and you, buddy. You. What do we want out of this poor guy? What little information can he give us just so he can live? Uh, location of where they're, where they're setting up shop. Location, that's it. He's not asking for anything else, just location. So I'm going to be using Charisma. This is my three ability, so this is actually my best ability here. But I'm going to be applying Insight to try to see how I can pressure him into doing this. So I'm going to pass on that too, but I don't want to go with that. I do have a Jack of Diamonds. The question is, do I want to stay with that? My character is going to say, yes, I'm going to stay with that. And that is enough to pass. I don't get a boon or anything, but I do pass. He goes, okay. <coughs> okay. So we're operating, or they're operating out of a warehouse on the waterfront. And there's a whole lot of liquor down there that they're moving in and out of. Besides that, I don't know what their plan is. I'm just a guy who's the runner, but I can give you the information about where it is. And he tells you where the warehouse is on the waterfront is. After that, what do you guys do? You guys feel like that he gave you all the information that he can give. That's all? He goes, that's all, man. Any idea why they're choosing now to start encroaching on our terror? He goes, I don't know. All I know is the head honcho lady. She's just applying the pressure right now. But it's not just her. There's multiple henchmen. There is the mute. There is the woman known as Ruby, the woman of uh, high fashion. Um, and then there is also uh, Blaze. Uh, I, all I know about him is that he is 
He's he's crazy, man. He's super crazy, and he loves burning shit. That's all I know, man. I've just I just joined recently. I just need some money. That's all I know. I know where the place is. And I know who's in charge. I don't know anything about plans. All right, Olog. You think that's all he knows? I'm gonna assume so. Can't leave him as a witness. I don't think. Can we? No. No. <laughs> Much more valuable dead. He goes. No. 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 I, I I got kids. I got kids and a family. I'm gonna, uh, do you want to or shall I? I say, uh, Ace looks up to the job. Or actually, no, he probably doesn't have a cutting weapon, does he? No, I don't. I just have a, I well, just have a rifle. We, we got the guy tied up, right? Yeah. We don't need to be messy then. No, no, we don't. Uh, I'm just, uh, Frank is just gonna strangle him to death. Okay, you can go down and strangle him. So we'll have you do some kind of strength roll. If you want, you can try to apply anything else to it, but I'll definitely say it's at least a strength roll. Do I get a bonus since we have him tied in the chair? I will say that's some kind of boost, so I'll say you can get one extra card. All right, I go and open one of the manhole covers or grate covers in the warehouse. Okay. I've got a jack of clubs, and I'm going to stay with that. Okay, that'll be enough that you hold him down and he struggles, but you strangle him to death. Okay. Travis, you do find some kind of manhole cover that leads down, and when you open it, it leads down to the sewers. I pop it open, I now drag his dead body over, I wrap it up nice and tight, and I chuck him in. Okay, splash you here down there. I close it up real quick. Okay, perfect. Alright, what do you guys do after that? I guess we gotta head towards the docks. Yep, to the waterfront. Okay. So. You head down to the waterfront. So, you guys get close to the warehouse. Uh, you see it up ahead. Do you guys want to try to sneak around, try to enter, or how do you guys want to approach this scenario? I say we could either watch the front for a minute few minutes and see who comes in out of there or we could try to sneak around to the back and try to break our way in and see what's inside. Do you want to watch the front and I'll watch the back for a while? See if they, I can see if they've got anybody watching the place or see if there's anything else going on out back. I say we leave Ace out front to watch the front and I'll go around with you to the back. Sounds good. Ace, okay. you're good with it? I say I'm okay with that. I get my rifle I do a perch, and I'm going to watch the front as you guys sneak around. So you guys are going to be doing an agility slash stealth roll. If you guys want, you guys are more than welcome to do a perception slash sense roll to check out if there's any gang members or anyone else around you. But you definitely need to do agility and stealth. Oh. I drew the bad joker. Okay, bad joker means you're automatically going to fail. Travis? first card was a nine of spades. I'm trying to figure out if I should probably keep that or go keep going. Yep. You want to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Ten of spades. Oh, okay. Think I should try one more or no? Uh, ten's pretty good. I'd stay with that. All right, we're going to go with ten of spades. Okay. You are sticking to shadows, and with that ten, I'm going to say that you are able to be, um, sort of cancel out uh, Brad's bad stealth. Brad kind of is 
being a little bit more risky and at one point he turns around the corner you guys didn't think there would be anyone out back and there's two guys out there smoking and brad runs into him and they look around and see him travis is able to instantly dive behind some crates and they don't think travis is there they know they're ganged up on brad two on one so they don't instantly start shooting him but they go hey you gun down they see brad is armed and they tell him they'll throw down his weapon because they know they can just take him captive or interrogate him they don't need to start shooting him because they outnumber him they don't see travis do they see my shotgun or my pistol uh they're gonna see not they're not gonna see a pistol at the moment they're gonna see the big shotgun okay i'll drop the shotgun okay cool all right and you're gonna drop the shotgun travis what are you doing I'm going to stay hidden for a bit, see what happens. Okay. And Brad is going to have to deal with these guys in a second. Travis dives behind the place. And Ace Spades, I'm watching the front. And this is where we insert our sponsor, which is the book garden. Where Tra uh, not Travis works. Brad works. The Brad, you work at the book garden, which is in Montpelier, Vermont, which hosts a lot of great comic books. Uh, games and role-playing games. So talk to us for a second about the Book Garden. Sure, Austin. The Book Garden is located in Montpelier, Vermont. It's a quirky, small bookstore with new and used books on nature, art, cooking, and spirituality. We also carry a wide variety of graphic novels, comics, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and more. The Book Garden, where ideas grow. Uh, good bookstores, definitely if you ever want to check that out. Alright, and we're going to be returning to see what happens to this gang of the Capers, and we'll see what happens to them next time on episode 2 of Capers by the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. <laughs>